This is Science 2034. 20 years ago, the Science Coalition was formed to strengthen federal support for basic scientific and engineering research. We tell the stories of what federally funded research has made possible and what will be reality 20 years from now. Our guest today, Maxine Brown, director of the Electronic Visualization Laboratory at the University of Illinois at Chicago, an expert at scientific and big data visualization. In 2034, we envision smart rooms, uh, but smart rooms that are connected to other smart rooms and connected to computers, databases, libraries, uh, information about people, so that humans, individuals, can live and work within these environments and collaborate over distance as though people were in the same room with them. So my laboratory is all about collaboration. It's about working together with your data in order to help yourself or solve a problem or learn something. So Professor Brown, what will a smart room look like? Our vision of a smart room is where the walls, the tables, the surfaces are illuminated and they are your basic, your laptop screen now is, surrounds you very high resolution, windows pop open and closed. Um, it senses where you are in the room. It senses uh, when you're talking and to whom you're talking. It You can ask questions, uh, but you don't have to... All these devices are connected. The phone rings and a window opens up on the wall or you're, you're supposed to take some medicine and you forget, you'll be told and reminded on the wall. Um, so th this room actually takes all the, the gadgets we have today and each one we play with separately and individually, and it tries to create a know-all room where everything is connected to one another. Is this something people will enjoy in their own home? Is it, it is an office? Is it the kind of thing that we expect in institutions like hospitals? Or is it all of the above? We believe that the, these smart connected rooms uh, are all of the above. In your home, the technology can help children have an education or watch the right TV programs or interact with friends when uh, they're actually sick and can't go to school. It can help the el elderly age in place because uh, you can monitor uh, the elderly's health and have a physician look in on the patient or have family members look in on the patient. It can help the operating room of the future where we have all these diagnostics and uh, images about a patient. You have x-rays, you have MRI scans, you have personal health charts. And as you're in the operating room, as you're operating and you're moving around the patient, the information can move with you so that you can always see this information on illuminated walls. And in the office or the workplace, if you are designing a part for a car or an airplane, then the information about what's previously been done or what the potential for what who else is working on this problem and what they're doing, all this information is essentially at your fingertips. 
what needs to happen between now and the next 20 years to make this possible? It's getting to a point where we have fire hoses of data today that we can't even manipulate and and try and, and data mine to get information out of it quickly to the end user. So what we need is for the federal government to continue to invest in what they call cyber infrastructure, or it's the technology, the computers, the data storage devices, the visualization displays, the high-speed networking is a cyber infrastructure that will help us increase um, our understanding of how to put all this together and to manage the scale and complexity of the big data that we're all collecting about stuff in general, about our health, about our interests, um, and about uh, manufacturing or the environment or global warming, we want to be able to easily access and understand and analyze that information. A good friend of mine many years ago uh, said the only difference between science and science fiction is the date, the date when you're going to build it. And so Jules Verne imagined submarines 100 years before we had submarines. Uh, So we don't – Hollywood sometimes makes us think things are so real that we assume they exist. And when they do finally come out, they're old news to us. So we're a little warped in how we conceive of certain things. But I think uh, some some of the special effects that – Hollywood does, well, you know, we're not interested in or would never, not in our lifetimes, is going to happen. But other things, um, you know, there is some truth to the fact that uh, there is no distinction between science and science fiction except the date it comes out. Maxine Brown, director of the Electronic Visualization Laboratory at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Thank you for joining us on Science 2034.